0: Warning, this show has been known to cause certain side effects in listeners and participants alike. Symptoms include a positive outlook on life, wanting to try new things, and a renewed faith in humanity. Enjoy at your own risk.
1: Hey there, and welcome to the I Like to Like Things podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and thanks for joining me. I don't think I have to tell you that the world can be a dark and scary place for us all, but I'm here to help you get through the miasma of that negativity one episode at a time. Now, to accomplish this, I have a guest tell me about their favorite thing and we get to share in their enthusiasm. Now, the catch is I can't already be a fan of their thing. However, I've learned that it's easy to like something as long as I had an excited person explaining why their thing was great. And so this podcast and all its potential positive feelings is born from that. For today's episode, we have, for the first time, a podcast duo in Danny and Brett from the Wheel Weaves podcast. How's it going, guys? It's going really good, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's great. We're super excited to be here.
1: And I hope we're not the last couple you're going to have on your podcast.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll see. At the very end, if I'm like, and for the last time, <laughs> uh, say goodbye to <laughs> this terrible Oh, man. Right before we were talking, we were just discussing, right before we started recording, Celsius versus Fahrenheit and trying to figure out whose weather, how it was going. Yeah. And it's always such a funny, yeah, it's always so funny to do. But um, how long have you guys been podcasting for?
2: Well, I guess it's been coming up on two years now. Almost two years.
0: Two years in May. Yeah. Yep.
2: So really soon.
1: Wow. Now, I normally I would say, "Hey, describe your podcast." That's normally what we do. But yep. I I think it, it it really it's it's exactly the thing that we're going to be talking about. So it's like it's big spoiler alert. They kind of go hand in hand. <laughs> yeah, they do go hand in hand. Uh so I'm just going to say it right now. Now, please tell me what is your thing? So, our thing is Wheel of Time. The Wheel of Time, which is yeah. why your podcast is called The, the Wheel, Wheel Weaves. Weaves. I know. Podcast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, so well, I'll just ask you, how how did this start? Like, why did you start this podcast together?
0: Well, it's an interesting story, sort of. I guess to us it's interesting. Yeah. It's a fantasy... Good, no, that's
1: great. That's
0: <laughs> a... <laughs> it's a fantasy <laughs> series by Robert Jordan, And Brett is a huge fan. He's been reading this series. It's a ginormous series with 15 books. And he's been reading it since he was, I don't know, 12 or something like that. Yeah,
2: like a kid, basically.
0: I've never read the series, but I am a fantasy fiction fan. You know, starting with Harry Potter, uh, Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, that sort of stuff. But I've never read the wheel of time and brett has been on me basically our entire relationship and before that when we were friends yeah he was on me as well to read this book series and i never got around to it and here we are having yeah. a podcast about my first read <laughs> through yeah. the wheel of time and
2: it was kind of funny because the way that we finally well i say we but I finally convinced her, and she kindly finally convinced herself to yeah. read the book. Was she said, "Hey, if uh-huh. we can do a podcast about it, then I'll read it." And I said, "I don't know if we can do that." Like, yeah,
0: I can what can, is
1: that like, to start a? Can podcast? you just start a podcast? <laughs> Turns
0: out, yes. Yeah, it's, you can. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. <laughs> That's,
1: oh, that makes me so happy. Yeah, it's the perfect way to to kill time but also accomplish something important. I've said it before on the show is that the this show really saved Elise and I during the pandemic because each week we had somebody telling us a new hobby to take up. And we're yeah, just like, well cool. yeah we have to do yeah. it because someone told us to. And so but then we get to talk about it. So it really makes us take an in-depth look that you wouldn't normally do on just say, hey did you read that chapter? And like, yeah, it was really great. And then, like, yeah, maybe you'll talk about it more, maybe not. But now, like, you're really thinking about it when you read.
2: Yeah, oh, we dive yes. so deep. And it's
1: kind of funny. But
2: when I first, when when Danny first told me about your podcast and the name of it, I was like, oh, my God, I love that so much. Because I have literally used the words I like to like things on our podcast <laughs> to describe. Oh, that's because great. Because a huge, big thing about yeah, well, because not only is there a book series, and I, apparently I get to just like talk about the book series I love so much today, which is really exciting for uh-huh. me. There's a TV show coming out on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, right. And that's like a whole nother topic. So I'm so excited to just have more stuff that I can like about this thing that I like. So yeah. I love the name of your podcast. It's fantastic. Thank <laughs> you.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it's a. It's all just you know. It was born from people. It was born from people making fun of things that I liked, and but also it was me noticing in my life that I would make fun of people for liking things that they like. I mean, I I hate to say it, and I've it's NASCAR um, here. I just have never understood why people like <laughs> yep. NASCAR, and I I, I don't want to be yeah. disparaging, yeah. and I yeah, and and I've totally uh mended my ways like if it it, like i feel how bad it was for me to say that and so i've i've totally recanted that it's like oh yeah it's great like i see why people enjoy it but i needed someone to watch it with and um and for me it was people making fun of me enjoying um nfl
0: Okay. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, just how much I enjoy it and, and have a good time and just like, oh it's so pointless. Why would you watch that? And it'd be people making fun of the Super Bowl, which is a huge deal here. Uh, like, oh, well, this is my week that I'm not watching the Super Bowl. It's like, hey, you know, people really like that. Why are you making fun of it? And then realizing in myself that I would openly make fun of things like nascar which is just like so hypocritical so uh, that's where this podcast started from just
2: kind of like figure out why people like stuff and then like get on board
0: yeah it's a really positive twist to like looking at what things people are into and
2: yeah
1: right not being that's negative that's, about that's it. That's what we're hoping for.
2: Well, let me let me convince you to get on board with the
1: wheel of time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, so you've been so Brett, you've been uh, reading this since you were twelve. So, like for me, twelve uh, would have been around the time when I started reading Lord of the Rings for the first time. I remember yeah, around okay. twelve would be yeah. So that's be about that. Only thing I know about the Wheel of Time is I'm a huge. I think I mentioned this to to Danny uh, is that Brandon Sanderson, who I'm a huge fan of. He finished the series. Yeah,
2: yes, correct. So there's, yeah, there's a little backstory. He basically got like rocketed upwards because of it. But yeah, so there's a little bit of backstory with the Wheel of Time. So if anyone hasn't like heard of it or anything like that. So it is uh, like a high fantasy series and it's by no means not popular. It's one of the highest selling fantasy series like of all time written by uh, Robert Jordan and he started writing in 1990 well he started writing in like the 80s but the published first one was in published yeah in 89 90 was <laughs> right the there first you books go came out yeah and now it's 15 books long but unfortunately Robert Jordan passed away in 2007 and then Brandon Sanderson was picked by Harriet McDougall, who was Robert Jordan's wife and editor for the entire series. Yep. And she chose Brandon Sanderson oh. to finish this book that was like 12 books in to write like the last book, which Brandon Sanderson then turned into three additional books. So now there's 14 books in the main series and one prequel. And it ended in 2013. So it's kind of funny, but for yeah. fantasy right now... I know there's a little bit of a bad taste in some people's mouths with, <laughs> with like Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones,
0: Thrones. ended. Yeah, <laughs> but I can tell you that right. this
2: book series is 100% complete. You don't have to worry about like waiting for any more books to come out because
1: it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny that you say that. And I've had this conversation with my friends about um, there's a there's obviously the Song of Ice and Fire, George R. R. Martin. He's notorious yeah. for taking his sweet time finishing his books. Ugh. The other one is another ri- writer called I don't know. You might be familiar with him. It's uh, Patrick Rothfuss, um, who wrote the uh, it's the the Kingkiller Chronicles. Um, it's it's yeah it's incredible. yeah I've heard of it. It's, yeah. it's I haven't yeah. read it, but I,
2: it's on the list of books that I have to
1: read. Don't the guy will never finish. He, he like actively is not finishing <laughs> the series, and it's supposed to be just a trilogy. He's written the first two books. The first two books are so compelling. And they're so entertaining that it's almost worth being, like, the disappointment, but it's like, I will never recommend them. And it's so these, so what I love about this then, and that I've always, that I've, because I've, I've heard of this series, obviously, being a fantasy guy, you know, yeah. I'm a, I read sci-fi fantasy, it's basically all I read. Um, Because, like, the the real world is is one thing. It's fun to escape into these books. That's how I always feel about it. I get that, for sure. Definitely. I appreciate, and this might sound morbid, that even in death, Robert Jordan and his family made sure that the books were going to be completed. That is fan service that I can get behind. Because that's what you're doing it for. You're doing it for the I fans. know, and I mean,
2: yeah. I lived through that, and I lived through that entire experience as so many Wheel of Time fans did back in like 2006. So everyone knew mm. Robert Jordan didn't pass suddenly. Like, it was, I, I, it, again, a bit morbid, but it was expected, and Robert Jordan had time to sit with his wife and sit with his assistants and talk about how he wanted the series to end. So it wasn't like, oh my God, how are we going to finish this? In right. some senses, it was planned. And then the fact that Brandon Sanderson did such a fantastic fantastic job of finishing this series right Uh obviously it's going to be tough to finish such an epic novel like 15 book series but I, i think he did a great job and a lot of the fans think he did too so and that really helped Brandon Sanderson's career, too. That kind of, like, picked him up uh, in the early 2010s, too.
1: So so that, that was actually going to be my next question, was, like, w- as a fan, like, how did you feel during that? Like, what was the news behind, like... Oh, my God, terrible. I, I
2: yeah. remember, like, just scouring internet forums back in the day. Then there's one really popular website for... Uh, the Wheel of Time which was called Dragon Mount and there was like news being updated like on his condition He was treated at the Mayo Clinic because he oh, had wow. these conditions and, and issues going on So everyone was just like waiting and hoping that he was gonna get better and it's like obviously he can't write the books right now So but he was doing so much note-taking and discussion that when he finally wow. did die It was oh, I mean, it was heartbreaking, yeah. right? It's heartbreaking when you're oh. the author and as, as kind of selfish as it might seem you're like I have like one or two books left in this entire series Right. that i've been reading for 20 years when you're
0: so invested like so the characters invested, are yeah. like your little fantasy family
2: i'm already yeah. danny's like on board with the whole <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> these are my friends these are my family members they've yeah. been a stability point for me in my entire life so yeah but i mean it, it was gut-wrenching but then you know when brandon sanderson was picked by Harriet, and they're like, he's going to finish this, there was a bit of a longer time gap between uh, the books being released, obviously, but that's when everyone started reading Brian Sanderson's books that he'd written at that point, like Mistborn, and everything like that, and we were like, okay, okay, I think he can do it, I think he can do it, and then when they started coming out, it was like, it was kind of like just a breath of relief that we're going to get an ending to the series, and not just speculate for the rest of our lives about how it ends, so... It's a whole bunch of emotions that we felt,
1: and I assume that obviously Brandon Sanderson was going off of um, notes. Of course, that Robert Jordan had had laid out for him. So, like, yeah, okay, he knew where he was going. He just hadn't actually like sat down, written it out. Like, he had the base for it which is so smart yeah so
2: there was a there was a pretty strong base and the fact that his uh, robert jordan's wife harriet had edited the entire series like she was such a big part of the entire series from the get-go right. she knew what was up and then also robert jordan had two assistants who actually were like the continuity People to make sure everything was lining up. Like he had people working with him on this series and they all pitched in to help Brandon Sanderson. And there are some scenes in the books that were literally written by Robert Jordan. And then the nice part about Brandon Sanderson's writing is he didn't try to imitate Robert Jordan. He did his own thing. So you can see a writing difference and it's not like it's trying to pretend to be something that it's not. So, I mean, if you're just trying to get into the wheel of time, that's
1: a to away. I know, I'm just sitting Don't here going, can we
0: talk about what I know now? <laughs> Let's
1: talk what? about the beginning of the series because i'm right? only on
0: book four right yeah, now so. yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> see that but see as, as for me it's i i'm a massive brandon sanderson fan my wife is a huge brand brandon sanderson fan like he's he's he hands down is our favorite author right now and so one of the that things, guy's a machine too he writes so many books that's crazy you just you literally just took the words out of my mouth the dude is a machine he yeah. writes nonstop. He might be a robot. I don't know. And the only other person that him I know... Him and
0: kn- Danielle Steele.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with him, but Michael J. Sullivan, he's he's another author. His way of writing is kind of similar. He writes the entire series out from start to finish and then releases each book because he doesn't want to have this happen. Wow. Yeah. So he'll write out like a four book wow, series. Yeah, okay. And then, then he once he's completely finished, then he'll start releasing each book one once a year. So that way, you never have to worry about this happening. That like, don't worry, I, these you're gonna get the end of this series. I promise.
2: Yeah, I get that. Yeah. All
1: right. So, so you, what was what? So the, you said podcasting is what finally got you into the book, but like, what kept you reading it? Like, yes, yeah, like yeah. so. So, how did that start?
0: With Brett continuously every <laughs> once in a while bringing it back up to me that he's every time he finishes a reread or you know not listen like he listens to a lot of audiobooks he mm-hmm. used to do a lot of driving for work
2: that's the other thing i haven't yeah. just read the series once like i've read it repeatedly every time a new book would come out i would reread the entire series yeah. like most wheel of time fans do <laughs> yeah. i love so every that.
0: time he would finish or he was talking about it he would talk to me about it and I'd say, well, is there something I can listen to? Can I get to get into it a little bit? And at the time we started, there was minimal content about Wheel of Time. I'd say there's been a huge boom, and it's been amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But there was very few spoiler-free.
2: Few, if none. Like, barely any. And if there were, there was, like, a couple of episodes.
0: Yes. There was not much for the first-time reader of this series. And so I just started thinking, like, what if we chronicle my... Experience reading this epic series. Yeah. And that would be lots of fun. Like I've thought about doing a podcast for a really long time. Yeah. I'm a teacher, so I like talk for a profession. Like that's my favorite thing to do is talk. So why can't I sit down with a microphone? Well, and it's kind of funny too,
2: because with the Wheel of Time, a lot of people can be intimidated by a few things. Number one, the number of books can be a little bit scary. So Mm -hmm. some people who are thinking, oh, should I read this? Might think, ah, it's a lot. I don't want to get invested. And then the second side is the fantasy part. Sometimes it is a little bit hard and heavy to get into and understand so that's what i wanted to kind of play a part in is make sure that danny is getting the best experience on her first read through and understanding so i don't give up on it. so she doesn't give up because it can
0: be a little convoluted it can be a little confusing it is really high fantasy and i didn't really get it yeah some some of it anyway (laughs) yeah but i don't like
2: work through it together
0: yeah so
1: you had your own i like to like things podcast via your husband then uh huh that's how that's how, Yeah. pretty that's much how works.
0: Yeah, yeah what
1: uh, so so you said that you were of a a f- you were already kind of a fan of fantasy so what kept you from starting this what, was it the size of it or just um what kept you from starting it when obviously
0: yeah so not the size like i'm not intimidated by books i think having books in your to be read list are or is a really good thing i like having books to read i don't like when i'm wandering around asking people what should i read or you're gonna well when we used to be able to go (laughs) on trips you could you could be like oh i'm going on a trip what should i read and here like there is no question you have your books lined up and i actually like that part of it i'd say the biggest thing that stopped me it was almost not out of spite, I want to say, but <laughs> I'm just, like, you want me to read this so bad. And I'm not so, well, yeah. It's also like
2: your best friend has read this series. Yeah. A bunch of my friends have read this. Series. Yeah, we've all read I it. Knew I knew I would
0: like it. I just never <laughs> wanted to. It's taking the start, plunge, right? It. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not plunge. really sure. No. So we made a bet one time. I said because he had a really bad. Uh, habit of biting his nails. Yes. Yeah. If you stop biting your nails, I'll read the book series. Like we, and that was that was probably like ten years ago. Yeah, that didn't so, work out right. no, ten
1: years ago.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we had these moments, and then I don't know. There was just something about the timing, and I mean this has been such a great experience because right now as a first time reader spoiler free podcast we're inspiring other people to do sort of similar things we're inspiring lots of people to start the series for the first time and or to we're... pick
2: it up after they gave up on it because it was yeah. confusing so. and so
0: it's kind of cool because we started and i thought who's gonna listen to us maybe like 30 people and like my dad yeah but <laughs> I, like i'm not sure but it's reached a lot of people and we're really excited about it. So and that's actually yeah. what's kept me going with the podcast is people interacting with us for sure. Right.
2: And it's kind of funny because but. it's not just like the new readers. It's the, so if you ever like read a book so good that you just want that first time experience of rereading the series and you're like, Oh, I can't read, I can't read it for the first time ever again. Yeah, It's uh-huh. kind of like that disappointment. I get to relive my nostalgia oh. through like vicariously through her experiencing yeah, all the best scenes of the book. Yeah, it's so much fun for me to just watch her like work her way through this too.
1: You guys are just speaking my language. Like I feel like we are now best friends. Because everything you're saying <laughs> is everything that I love about reading in general, but of course reading anything like in fantasy. But like you guys are saying, like this is one of the reasons I had kids just to be able to relive some of my some of my favorite uh, scenes and things as a, and introduce them to somebody new and kind of, like, mold another little fan. Like, my oldest daughter right now is reading The Hobbit. Yeah. Uh, like, my oldest daughter is reading The Hobbit, and it's so much fun to talk to her about it. Our youngest is super into Lion, Witch, in the Wardrobe and the rest of the Narnia series. And so, like, oh, nice. we, we've been talking about That's that. Great. And, like holding her why she's crying oh, a spoiler a 80 year old book when Aslan dies you know at the beginning <laughs> Narnia, like holding her she's sobbing yeah, yeah. uncontrollably and just like baby, it's okay and then um, just discussing like good and evil in Star Wars with the with my girls and then of course with Marvel I mean just it's just fantastic there's so much you can get your kids into right it's so yeah cool. but also like I think it's really powerful as 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 a couple because like I one of the things that I say about Elise is that like we have a ton in common but there are certain things that she just um, appreciates that I like them like she does not like video games I like video games she doesn't play them at all but she likes <laughs> to do it again she likes that I like them and so she's she's uh, supports me whenever I play video games she's just like hey what are you playing and then she'll listen to me and then like cool and then we just go on uh, but it is funny recommending a book series to anyone is such a personal and vulnerable experience wouldn't you agree like hey you should read this Do you know what i'm saying it is Yeah,
2: absolutely you like open up a part of yourself and like i like this so much and if you don't like it i don't know what <laughs> i'm gonna do <laughs> <laughs> right well it's kind of like watching a favorite movie right. too, right like uh-huh. if you watch if you tell someone this is my favorite movie and, and then they're you like watch that's with them,
0: crap i hate yeah. it's it.
2: like i'm not gonna watch it's the like movie I'm
0: personally insulted yeah.
2: it's i'm gonna watch you watching the movie and if you don't react properly i'm gonna be so disappointed right yeah.
0: <laughs> there's been some moments that i didn't react properly oh, in no. this book series that you were like yeah. oh my god you don't have a heart <laughs> like i didn't react well
1: enough
0: oh that's, and that's so funny <laughs> that's hilarious so that's been funny. Yeah. um
1: okay so one of the things that i'm i'm not quite sure about is when you say spoiler free how are you then going to continue to talk about it as you go yeah. along like what does that mean for everybody else
0: Good question yeah that's a good question so the way we run it is we're spoiler free up to the chapter that we're covering so we are running a chapter by chapter book club Almost. And so every book that we're reading is a season of our podcast. And so we're on book four slash season four. And we cover two chapters per episode. It's like a read through. And we don't spoil anything past what I've read to.
2: Yeah. So if you're a first time reader, and as long as you've read the chapter that we that the episode is, you are 100% safe. Yeah. So, like, right from the prologue of book one, you're good to go.
0: Yeah.
2: Got it. So you can, like, read and listen along
1: with so, it. So you're not like, I okay, th- that makes so so much more sense. Because I'm like, okay, they have to talk about some of the plot points more. No, but uh, so you're not going to... Okay, s- we
0: have to talk about the books.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but you're not like, oh, yeah, and this foreshadows when this character dies or this character becomes, like... a a ghost that haunts everybody like isn't that cool how they're foreshadowing it turns
2: out vader was his father the whole time Hey, wait
1: i haven't seen what was that star wars thing i don't know i'm kidding uh but the uh (laughs) yeah okay that makes so much sense Danny, how long did it take you to get into it like when were you invested in it in the book series cuz like there are some books that I mean they take a that's a really good 100 question. or to 200 pages and like obviously Brett you probably don't even remember the last time you enjoyed didn't enjoy this. So for Danny as like a newer reader, when did you feel invested in it?
0: I think I've said this maybe once or twice before like we do some Q&As sometimes. Uh-huh. But I was into it about 50 13 chapters in. Okay. Sure. Something like that, about 100 pages in, maybe? Yeah. So the way we were, did season one, we only did one chapter per episode. Having a podcast is a lot more work right. than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I wasn't having fun. Because this isn't a good fun way to read a book because I do not read past the chapter we're covering. Oh.
1: So So that
0: all of my predictions and reactions are authentic and genuine. Right. And so I had to stop reading after every chapter. I then couldn't read on until we recorded that chapter. So our schedules had to work out and I had to take notes on the chapter. So it was difficult for me to get into the book because it does have a relatively slow start because you're getting introduced to right. everything.
2: And we say when we say yeah. slow start, it's only slow it's if it's a you hundred read pages. W- yeah. One if, week, one if, chapter a week. Right. <laughs> yes. or whatever exactly. It was. Exactly. Yeah.
0: That's fair. I view it as a slow start, but it's actually not.
2: It's not. It's like you yeah. blast into the book in a hundred pages and you're good to go. Yeah. But for you, it was for like me, two months. It
0: was a while, yeah, yeah. and I we almost quit a couple times, and I was like, I'm just gonna read this book normal,
1: because that's what I crave. Right. Now I'm
0: totally used to reading this way. Right. And so I almost quit only because of the difficult nature of how I read the book. Because it's I wouldn't recommend this to anybody. I would say about a hundred pages in. Yeah. Yeah. About there is where I had the most fun recording with oh, you. Yeah. Yeah. That was I stopped that episode and went that was so fun that was such a funny chapter or whatever it mm-hmm. was it was so entertaining i started speculating on things and i really got into it and i went wow okay i can do this this is fun i love being able to share this with you and i get it now and then it was like that's it from there
1: yeah that's so that's so good yeah there are some books one of the like, I'll I'll use Brandon Sanderson as a as an example. There's a book series that he has uh, called the the Stormlight Archives, which is on its um, fourth book right now. In one of his series. Yeah. Are you guys, yeah. I don't, I'm don't. i talking like you guys aren't, are yeah. you guys fans? Have you read his books at all? I don't even know.
2: I've read all, I've read all the Cosmere except for the Stormlight. I'm starting that like gotcha. next week, basically.
0: And I can't read anything. She
2: can't no. read anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's busy right now. I'm that's busy so for funny. the next five years. Okay, so, so fun.
1: you're good. Yeah. <laughs> so I highly recommend when people like, don't read the Stormlight archives until like you are, I've read all of them because there's no, the gut punch on certain things in Stormlight aren't going to hit. Um, but I remember I did that wrong. I read Stormlight first, and I remember reading the first hundred pages of it, and I'm just like, I, I don't know, I this is not my thing. But so I went back and read like Elantris and Mistborn and other stuff that he'd written that then ties into everything, the full Cosmere. And then I'm like, oh, okay, I, I get it. Yeah. But I remember, and this is, and you're gonna understand yeah. this too, both of you. I remember when I first recommended Mistborn to Elise. And I and I just told her. I said, "You have to trust me. You're gonna like this because I I know you, and you're gonna like this." But like I'm just Miss This is the whole thing for it. I, I told her it's about class warfare, which is her favorite thing to read about. I said, "But they eat metal and they get superpowers. They eat metal <laughs> and they get superpowers." And I said, "That sounds." Yeah, it's basically so I, what. So I told her, said yeah. that's it in a nutshell. It's class warfare. They eat metals. They get superpowers. I, I I said you have to trust me that it makes sense in the books, and you're gonna you're gonna love it. I promise. And she's like, okay. And then anyway, that's her favorite uh, of of all the Brandon Sandersons or the Mistborns. Uh, but it's just so funny because you just open yourself up, and it's funny because yeah. I'm opening myself up to my soulmate. You know, the person I've chosen to share my life with. It's still such a intimate, intimate yeah. thing. All right, Denny, has he reciprocated any books that you've wanted him to read? Are there any books that he's like gone back and been like, okay, well, I'll read these because you want me to. Has he returned the favor?
0: So not with books, (laughs) I'd say. But one of our things that we do as a couple is, like you were talking about with your wife, not liking video games, but giving her your space to like video games. We try out each other's things. We try to respect each other's things. Like that's huge, right? So even though I might not be into something, I'm still going to give it a try. And so that's yeah. what I really love the most about doing this, quite honestly, is sharing this Absolutely. with him. What I'm going to say is I have such a guilty pleasure about reality TV show. <laughs>
1: Which one? Which one?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I love them so all of them. we got your big brother your survivor your bachelor yeah, your bachelor like you everything absolutely <laughs> everything and anything i can find reality like even the top chef and the that's all for me i love it so much the, <laughs> and when we first started dating brett obviously not into that kind of thing yeah none of it but so. he was like this is your monday night this is something you really like and appreciate i don't get it but i'm gonna try it out and now we're both like oh my god big brother's gonna be like (laughs) (laughs) and so brett got super into it also so i'd say not with books because for the most part i don't read so much that i have read so much that he hasn't read i do a lot of um reading for like i'm doing my master's program and I do a lot of reading for professional development and stuff that he, I wouldn't recommend to him anyway. So
1: <laughs> right. but with
0: other stuff that I do or enjoy, like I've gotten uh-huh. him into that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. See, that's great. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, I that's so it. knowing that you guys trust each other as, as a couple, and like, okay, you like this. You're bound to. We're bound to like this together. So ours really does is books, music, and and things. We almost like exclusively all the same movies and TV shows, though. So that really, really yeah. helps. Uh, we we like Big Brother here in, in the Brayton House too.
0: Oh, good. I'd say like yeah. Brett plays D and D, uh-huh. and I feel like I technically should like it. I like all the elements right. of it. I love like acting, and I love like sort of that sort of fun tabletop role-playing idea like i love board games but i tried to sit down with his group to play dnd like i was gonna give it a try uh-huh. and it just i don't know if it was the, the campaign but it wasn't for me and i didn't understand what was happening and i found it boring and i'm not gonna do it again yeah but did, i'm still gonna respect <laughs> yeah i'm gonna still respect <laughs> yeah. that he likes to do that yeah i'm just not so gonna good. participate <laughs>
1: Right. So,
2: but hey, in like 20 years, she's going to be right there. Just like Wheel of Time, me <laughs> 20 years, but I'll get her there. I was going to say,
0: with Chris explaining yeah. how he explained Mistborn to yeah. his wife... I don't know if you ever explained Probably not, Wheel no. of Time to me. You're like, it's fantasy, you'll like it. Like well, it's that's funny all I got <laughs> from you, you never even, told
2: me Even it. here, we haven't really talked about what the Wheel of Time is, yeah. we are like, it's awesome and I love it and we do a podcast
1: yeah. about it, but what is it? Do you wanna
0: talk about it?
1: Can Get I do that? Way. I don't know. It's that was like taking over the podcast. <laughs> it, was, it was gonna, no, it was gonna lead into it. Uh, I just like enjoying, I'm enjoying your guys' banter. It's fantastic.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> So, so a few things I know about Wheel of Time. One,
0: sure. Oh yeah, let's do this.
1: I I play Starfinder instead of D D with my with my guys. We do it over roll twenty. That's how we've been able to get through the pandemic because I have a big tabletop <laughs> need, and so. But Elise has taken over uh, like our tabletop RPGs. So she's been playing like we we've been playing like uh, Star Wars Rebellion, like all these big huge board game tabletops. It's been a lot. She's been amazing with that. Our new one has been Ticket to Ride. That's been like a lesser one so our kids can play it too. Oh, nice. Oh, so that's train game!
0: We love yeah, train, train game. game.
1: Yeah, train <laughs> game. Train game's great. Yeah. Hey, why don't you guys move to Bakersfield and we can be best friends? I think that that's a really good idea. Because yeah, it seems cool. like we'd get along really, yeah, really I well. Don't why don't, I, don't you move like... to Northern yeah. Canada? <laughs> Because it's zero degrees like... there right now. It's zero degrees and that's hard for <laughs> that's me. Right, a, we talked about Southern that, co- yeah. yeah. And it's a beautiful
0: yeah. day. I went for a run, yeah.
1: Yeah, You're right. I
0: feel like I see a Zoom game night in our future.
1: <laughs> that sounds fantastic. <laughs> okay, I don't want to, so, so I do know a few things about Wheel of Time. I know that there are a, Uh, a a huge cast of characters you've mentioned that it's high fantasy and so uh, I know what high fantasy is will you please explain it to other people what that means I mean I so just kind of give a good synopsis of the first you know like what is the what's the tagline for this book series
2: Sure, and I've always really struggled with the whole tagline and getting people
1: into it, so I'm yeah, going to do like a bad job. bad at that. So, I don't know. Do you, <laughs> you want to give it a shot? bad. Danny. will you please give a tagline for this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Brett, obviously you're not good at this. <laughs> it took me 20 years to convince her, so I don't know.
0: I mean, no one eats any metal. That's, you know, number one. Well, then I'm
1: out. Um, I'm out. I'm out. I'm okay. not reading this. I need someone to eat metal to get superpowers.
0: I think the biggest challenge we both have trying to explain it to somebody is doing it spoiler free yeah right so the biggest overarching theme is that there's a magic system that only the women can use and if the men try to use it then they go crazy essentially
2: yeah that's like the
0: biggest overarching theme
2: yeah so that's like so hard magic system where there's a clear set rule like set of rules that have to be followed where it's almost like a science and, and that's one of the things that i've always appreciated about the wheel of time is that it's not yeah. like a very it's not like a soft or a floopy magic system i like to call it where you wave a wand like harry potter and okay. anything can happen.
0: you know we don't have to we have a lot of <laughs> harry potter references on our podcast yeah.
2: too <laughs> We take a shot every time we do that. Yeah, we do
0: take a shot every time we... (laughs) But anyways,
2: (laughs) the nice thing about the Wheel of Time, it's an overarching story of good versus evil, and it it has very Tolkien-esque beginnings. Yes. Because Robert Jordan is uh, very inspired in his writings by Tolkien, by world history. He studied cultures and religions, And he did so much background, like years and years and years of research into cultures and mythology and symbolism. And he stuck it into this one giant epic fantasy story about good versus evil and how the characters handle that if they weren't expecting to go on that journey.
0: Okay. And then the high fantasy part is like all the magic... And
2: the magic, the world building, yeah. it's all clearly well developed. The journey
0: that the characters have to go through, its it reminds me of A Song of Ice and Fire. So I read probably, the, I'd say, three and a half books of A Song of Ice and Fire. I tried to read the fourth book multiple times and... Couldn't really get into that book, knowing that there were no other books. Like it was just a, it was just a thing for me. But I like how if you've read a Song of Ice and Fire, there's different perspective changes every chapter, Uh and that's very that's what this book is. So you get right into every character's head. It's that unlimited omniscient position so it's uh-huh. i liked it a lot
2: yeah and if you want to know why it reminds you so much of the uh, song of ice and fire is because literally yeah. george R. R. martin was friends with robert jordan and yeah. got inspired to write his book from robert jordan and the reason it's called the game of thrones is because of stuff that's in the wheel of time
0: that's actually it's accurate
2: literally like literally objectively oh. true yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Robert Jordan, like, wrote on the back of the book for George R. R. Martin's, like, first book for, like, you know how authors write on books for each other? Uh Uh-huh. George Martin asked Robert Jordan to write on his book.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. So
0: now it's very exciting with the, well, the major, the the success of Game of Thrones on HBO, it Mm -hmm. was a successful show... And then the last season was definitely rushed. It wasn't done well, especially because the book series doesn't have an ending.
1: But the
0: the theatrical quality of the show is absolutely outstanding. And that's, I think, what we're
2: we're going to expect with the
0: Amazon Prime
2: We We talked about that at the beginning of this. But Amazon picked it up about a year and a half, two, well, a couple years ago. But it should be released in probably... This year or next year yeah. for the first season of The Wheel of Time on Amazon. It was Amazon
0: supposed Prime. to come out, but they had to stop yeah. filming because of, of
2: course. COVID. So we are so excited about the TV show because the book series is done,
1: right? So you have a full happen. blueprint. Yeah. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Do you how? What do you do? You like the casting? Because, like, when I, I remember, like, what, like for me... We are like, so po- positive. Oh. We
2: were so optimistic. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. I love that. I'm so yeah. excited.
0: <laughs> let, him yeah. the co- let him finish the question.
2: I can't let you finish. I'm so excited about it. but Hey, you told me that I can be, like, abrasively <laughs> positive on this no. podcast. I'm going to be abrasively positive. <laughs>
1: it's so fantastic. So, it's absolutely fantastic. I love it. No, no, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's great. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, the showrunner is rafe judkins and he himself is a huge fan of the books which I oh, think that's great makes such a world of difference
2: not only that but they have people who have been in the wheel of time community for like 30 years who are actually working on the tv show to make sure that the show represents the books too yeah the casting is fantastic so yeah. the stuff they've dropped so far for like the the cast and the scenes and they've released a little bit of footage or waiting on music and sketches and designs like there's so much good stuff it's i'm so excited
1: that's where you see the the people that are doing it right because like i'll I'll, i like to use the example of dc versus marvel kevin feige is a huge nerd the dude loves marvel he loves spider-man he loves all those guys Everybody that he's that everybody in the MCU is just a love letter to his childhood and him growing up, and you can see that weave throughout the entire thing. Him and Jon Favreau, he cares. massive fans, because he cares. And so when someone cares, yeah. you're going to get a better product. Yeah. And i think it's similar to like the difference between because like yep. i i like the the sequel trilogy of star wars I'm, i i'm a big fan ray is my my oldest daughter's like favorite character of all time she loves ray so then you see the difference between like jj abrams creating the rise of skywalker when it wasn't necessarily something that he was super into and then you get dave filoni who's been nothing but a huge fan since he created clone war helped create clone wars uh create rebels and now you see that continue on in mandalorian and then of course those people are going to be the de facto leaders of the star wars where it's fans and you when you see people that are fans you're always going to get a better product. And so that's great to know that about the Amazon Prime show.
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, that's why we're very excited.
1: Well, and that's it's great. Yeah, it's so
2: positive too. And I mean, I can't reiterate it enough. It's the fact that the book series is finished and has been out for so long now. Yeah. Like it's it's been a decade since the last book came out. Like we've got all, we know where the story can go and should go and where we want to end up. So they can write right. the entire show knowing where they want to end. They're already they end. writing
0: the second season. Yeah, they're all-
2: Already. It's not like they're just yeah. guessing and hoping to know where the character arcs go. Like we figured that out already,
1: right? Yeah, it's been plotted out, and people already like it. So like it's been it's been test uh, it's been test test grouped, <laughs> so focus grouped. Yeah,
2: yeah. And I was gonna say, if you want to be the kind of person who read the books before the show came out, you still have time.
0: Ooh, you can still do it. <laughs> a marketing pitch. I love it.
1: There you go. I, I could do. I could do it. You don't have to read fast, but you can do it. <laughs> what? Um, well, right now. Currently, I'm reading through uh, the Witcher series I'll have to switch that now because um, I have some, some okay yeah it's yeah, yeah, okay. a lot of reading to do you know we f- I finished the TV show I really enjoyed it and I just kind of wanted to see how it lined up um, with the books and it, it really is some of the sh- things are just shot for shot of the um, from the books straight into the movies one of the things I am not good about things that are ultra dark. So for me Game of Thrones actually ultimately became too dark for me to watch, too hard for me to watch and too hard for me to read. Too many yeah, too many too many awful things happening to people I care about. Now, I'm okay. I understand that people die yeah. in books and I think it's important that people die. Is the tone a lot lighter than Game of Thrones? That that over cuz like Game of Thrones is so depressing in my opinion. Nobody is happy. Yeah, yeah. The I would definitely thing.
2: say it is a lot lighter. Yeah
1: okay a lot lighter a
2: lot less serious uh robert jordan doesn't do so he doesn't do the explicit description of violence
0: or smut
1: or smut so (laughs) he's not as
0: smutty that's the word that i like to use that i've heard other people use
1: i appreciate that yeah uh as as a as a dad of daughters i used to be able to watch whatever and then the second i had a daughter
0: not smutty yeah
1: okay good yeah and that's good hey and if people like game of thrones yeah i was gonna say i'm I'm not i'm not disparaging game of thrones fans like do not, i am just like i am unable to handle things that are too dark (laughs) so i I really can't yeah so that's good there's still adult themes in wheel of time like it's still definitely the
2: implications are there but it's not laid out on the page to make you read through it when it doesn't need to be said yeah that's a good way to say it yeah like there absolutely still is like the violence and the adult themes but yeah i I really love how he writes through things
0: it's more poetic
2: yeah leave more to the imagination i would say
0: there's definitely more leaving it to the imagination like there's a lot of like dot 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 sometimes. <laughs> yeah. You know, in that sort of it's sense. So good. But I actually yeah. appreciate that because then it leads to more speculation for me. Yeah, it's, like it's more like fun.
2: Dot 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 chapter mm. ends. You figure out where it's gonna go, we'll yeah. pick up next time. So
1: Alright, so little spoilery. Brett, who's your favorite character in the entire series?
2: So, it's not going to be a spoiler because it is the it's the main character that you get introduced to in chapter 1 in, chapter uh-huh. one in the first book. So, that's Randall Thor. He is uh-huh. my favorite character. It's just like from a boy that's who I always wanted to kind of well, you know, I won't say anymore that's you know Randall Thor he's the guy he's the guy
0: he's the guy
1: yeah because like Frodo is not my favorite character in Lord of the Rings but he is the main character I'm just using that as an example it's not always the the main character that's the favorite the favorite yeah. one that's true
0: Rand is not my favorite character Rand is not yeah
1: me. Rand's not hers
0: <laughs> let me tell you
1: yeah no so 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 yeah Danny I now that was next same question Who's your favorite character so far? Even though you've only read through book yeah. four.
0: Okay, so I have several because I get way <laughs> too invested and I I can't choose. Like I just like I have some very strong opinions about who I do not like, and then I have some very strong opinions about who I do. But the least spoilery one, who I like the most, her name is Moraine. Okay. And yeah. she, she appears very early in the first book. In the show, Rosamund Pike has been cast as her.
1: Who is that? And I know Rosamund that name.
0: Pike just won a Golden Globe. Yes,
1: yeah, she did. Was she on Gone yeah. Girl? She's from like Gone, Gone Girl. 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 Yeah, I totally know who she is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. That's the one.
0: That's the one. Yeah. So she's just been cast and she's cast as almost the main character in the show. Like it's yeah. it's interesting. They're doing so- it a
2: little bit different with the show, but she is she's a main character and you get introduced to like probably a dozen characters in the first couple chapters in the in the Wheel of Time mm-hmm. and like the Eye of the World, the first She's book. almost
0: like the Mama Bear, so it's interesting that when brett was reading these books as a teenager he picks like the younger hotshot guy which
2: makes sense because and like, then that was- <laughs> now
0: me as a mom like while i was reading this like that's who i
2: choose as my <laughs> favorite character
0: it's just an interesting yeah view of our life
1: <laughs> no so so brett so even though like you wa- you read this as a as a young guy and then now you're you know married kids the whole bit like has your has your view of the books changed because for me like there's a lot of movies and books that I've read and I've read them over and I see them from a completely different point of view as I did when I read them when I was younger.
2: No, I mean, absolutely. Like my perspective has changed so many times over the course of like the years that I've read this. Even doing this podcast, I've learned so many new things about this book series, just being able to talk in detail because in what context do you ever really dive deep into a book series like this? Even when you love Right. We're doing, like, a essentially, like, a literary course, like, what you have to do for school and hate it. We're doing it for fun. I do, like, we a book it.
0: report every yeah. two chapters, that's, that's basically. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, favorite characters, I, I've got a whole handful of, course, of favorite characters, yeah. absolutely. But... I mean, it's just, like, the character development, too, is so... Like, these are real people to me.
0: Yeah.
2: Like, if you want to be honest about this, like, these are, like, literally people who I feel like they're real people and they're a part of me and their characters are, like, important.
1: And that's why it's hard for me to read the... the. The like Game of Thrones books. I know it's Song of Ice and Fire, but everyone knows Game. Of, it's Game of Thrones. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, is that like I care about these people? Like, I know yeah. that they're fictional, yeah. <laughs> but like I've invested time and emotional energy into these people, and so when I see something yes. happen to somebody, and even if it's in a fictional setting, and I think that's one of the reasons that humans enjoy stories because they can get invested in it, and they they do have that ability to. To, yeah. to empathize with somebody even if it's not real. <laughs> so but yeah so I I 100 get it the, like there are imagine there are, <laughs> there are, there are imaginary yeah. friends. I mean I'm a guy that grew up on neverending stories so I fully believe that at some point Falcor is gonna come get me and we're gonna go off on our adventures. so yeah and yeah
0: Well I'm still waiting for my Hogwarts letter.
1: Uh, Normally, I would say, what's your advice on how to to start? But for you, it just says, hey, start reading The Eye of the... the, Buy the
0: book and read
1: it. So, and Eye of of the World is what you said? Yeah, so the the first book is called
2: The Eye of the World. There is technically a prequel, but the prequel was uh, written and released after book 10 in publication order. So, typically, we recommend you read it in publication order if you can. Right don't start with the prequel
1: start it won't with make sense book one the eye of the world
0: I haven't read the prequel yet oh that's
1: interesting Like yeah. the prequel is actually for people who've already read through okay that's very cool it probably gives some like I, if I could guess yes. it probably gives some yeah. like like you just jump into the character background yeah, background yeah, yeah back background information into, hmm, that's exactly so and then of course
2: yeah so don't start with the prequel start with book one yeah. buy it read it
1: yeah, And uh, do you, I, I'm a big audiobook fan.
2: The audiobooks are really great. They're, Amazing. Uh-huh. Uh, the audiobooks are narrated by Michael Kramer and Kate Redding, which are also a married couple. Yeah. And they do a phenomenal, like, award-winning job on narrating the Wheel of Time. And they are super famous in the Wheel of Time community,
0: Yeah, too. I have to say, I tried to... I couldn't sleep the other night, and I just put on, like, book two, like, the audiobook. And I couldn't fall asleep because I just kept listening to it. <laughs> Like it didn't put me out. I just like kept on (laughs) kept on going. I was like, okay, I have to turn this one off because it's too engaging right now.
1: If if I remember correctly, I think that that couple does the Stormlight Archive as well. I think that does that.
2: That's correct. Yeah, they do some Brandon. Man, so they are
1: they are absolute professionals. Then, wow. Yes. Yeah. So, big biggest advice before we launch in. And then so before I start reading, what's your biggest advice?
0: So the biggest advice, if you're turned off by the fact that it's like a 15 book series, big, thick books, I would say read book one. Yeah. Just read the first book. No commitment. It's one book. And if you don't feel the need to keep reading after, then don't. But you will.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like I'm confident that if you make it through one book you're gonna be good. Yeah. That's
1: I mean that's that's high praise right there. That's also that's some that's that's a gutsy call right yep. there. No, that's good. You know what that is? That's no pressure is what it is. I, I don't like pressure filled I mean, you got nothing to lose.
2: You don't have to finish the series. (laughs) Right, but you're going to
1: want to. Like, if you absolutely hate it, then sure,
2: don't become part of the community. Yeah, Yeah, that's okay. And then, I mean, if you're confused, I I don't know. Can we plug ourselves, listen to her podcast, and listen to her journey? Yeah. So, and we'll help talk you through it. That was
1: going to be my next thing is like, and then, of course, listen to the Wheel Weaves podcast. Starring my guest right now. (laughs) Yeah. Of course. Oh, man. I'm, I'm jazzed. I mean, you guys... Well, and it's kind of funny too. One of the
2: things we... I was going to say, one of the things that we like to do at the beginning of each episode, I do a fun fact at the beginning of each episode and kind of like give you important information about the authors and the book series and the the Wheel of Time community to like ease you into this too. So if yeah. you want to become like a big, giant, huge nerd with us, you can totally do that too.
0: I always say like probably when I was about in book two, I feel as though I'm such a super fan. And who can say in a 15 book series after they've read two books of it that they're such a super fan? Like, I don't even know a sliver of what's right. about to happen. I don't even know what I'm in for. Even in book mm-hmm. four, yeah. I have no idea. And I feel like such a super fan. It's so oh, interesting.
2: Also, also, super serious and important piece of advice Ooh. if you're going to get into the book uh-huh. series do not google stuff oh yeah stay off the internet because this book series has been out for right. like <laughs> 30 right. years yeah and if you google stuff you're gonna get end of this end of the series spoilers immediately right. and is gonna ruin it so like stay off of that stuff yeah
1: Good what's call. the community like because like i mean obviously i mean sadly like star wars something i really love the fa- the community is not great like they are not a welcoming community is the it, w- which mm. which is a bummer uh, I mean, some people are, but, like, they're known for their toxic fandom. Like, it's it's one of the reasons that we we talk yeah, against toxic, fa- toxic fandom. Not calling out Star Wars fans. If you are enjoying this show, you're probably a Star Wars fan that I like. Yeah. But, like, what's the community like? Are they a positive and welcoming group?
0: So, absolutely. On Twitter, we have a hashtag Twitter of time. Oh,
1: I love it. And
0: if you even tweet one... Thing. With the hashtag Twitter of time, you will blow up. You will wake up to your phone having like 100 messages. Everyone is so incredibly welcoming. Use the hashtag first watt timer. So first W-O-T, wheel Ooh, of time timer. that's good. Timer. Okay, yeah. And everyone will label all their spoilers. Everyone is incredibly welcoming
2: we are aggressively friendly,
0: aggressively <laughs> ah, friendly. we just so want good. everyone to love this series that's what i found
2: that's so good there yeah. are literally people who will buy you the first book for you if you can't afford it yeah we'll buy it for you it's, we'll get you a copy so in your good. hands and <laughs>
0: over the past two years of us being into it the community has grown and the amount of content creators has Oh, double, like tripled. Everyone is getting into it. There's something for everyone. There are, you know, lots of things that are spoiler free. Lots of things that are spoiler full. If you are a huge fan of Wheel of Time, Uh but you haven't got into the community yet.
2: It's like, oh man, get in there.
0: Get in there and do it. Like it is so great. We're also on Instagram. I know you'll probably give us a chance to plug ourselves. Instagram's lots of fun, but Twitter of Time is where it's at. I'm personally not on Wheel of Time Facebook. I've heard Wheel of Time Facebook is less so.
2: That like friendly. less so good. That less might be so a Facebook good? issue. I don't know. <laughs>
0: I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, but I can't speak to that. All I can speak to is what I'm a part of and what we're a part of, and that's um, the Wheel of Time community on twitter and that's yeah. i got gotcha. you i love it so much and, and I can't we all it we all enough.
2: have discords too so like if you're like interacting with with us and content creators and stuff like everybody's we have all got discords and they're yeah. all interconnected so yeah
1: Man, it's so good that's so good i love that see
0: that's a good question thank you for asking those that.
1: hashtags that's so good to know that's just gonna be uh just such a great community that's so fun they'll probably be super excited for me being someone who's just trying it because I was told to. That's that's nice. It's nice to know that I'm mean, going to have uh, open arms.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> and there's there are so many character accounts that it's hilarious. It's so funny. Like, almost every character in the book has, like, a character account. And when account. you
2: say almost, it, she means every, yeah. every and, character. And I mean, and there's Multiple. lots that
0: I like, characters I haven't even met yet, so I have no idea really what's going on. I try, I don't look at any of the spoiler stuff, but I, I can only imagine with the full spoilers looks like because it's yeah it's a trip there's
1: there's like randall thor shower thoughts hashtag and then like or whatever i don't know (laughs) there's everything there's
0: everything you you, yeah in the best way in the best way
1: (laughs) well this episode sadly because i did enjoy this first podcast too this is great this episode is coming to an end but the work is just beginning uh danny and brett have given us the uh The Cliff Notes uh, to become huge Wheel of Time fans. And for the response edition of this episode, I'll be spending uh, the week taking as much of their advice as I can fit in. And then, well, Elise will too, of course. And then Elise and I will report back to you in the response episode next week. In the meantime, I hope you'll try uh, their advice too. Or if you need, can add...
0: I can't wait for that.
1: <laughs> I will not gonna lie. They're between recording this and releasing the, the response episode. They'll probably be more than a week's time because I'll have to <laughs> I have to read. So um, this this one might be a little bit in the in, in, yeah. in, in the <laughs> making. Yeah. Um, if you can add more to the conversation with your own expertise, please do so. You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at like two. That's the number two. Like to like things. You can also leave a message on the like line at 661 279 0130 or via email at I Like to Like Things podcast at gmail.com. Now we'll read or play any of the messages that you send us on that response episode two if they're positive. Positivity is a must. If you'd like to be on the show or you have a friend that wants to share, contact us using the same channels. You can also support us via Patreon at slash I Like to Like Things. Uh, Now, where can we find you guys on the social medias?
0: Yeah, good question. So you can find us almost everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, Patreon, at The Wheel Weaves Podcast. That's super simple. That's where we are everywhere. And we'd love for you to come chat with us. We do have a Discord. If you join us on instagram or twitter we have a link in our bio that links you to all of our merchandise our patreon our discord everything find us there come tell us that you listen to us here on like to like things and yeah be super excited about it so
1: well i mean i just followed you guys on on all those things so we're, we're all set so i i feel really set awesome (laughs) i i cannot tell you what a pleasure this was i had such a good time thank you so much for coming on the show just thank you so much i really appreciate it
0: and thank you for having us and doing this this in itself is amazing and we love you for doing this so thank
1: you (laughs) yeah thank you it's so fun i'm just this is why a podcast is meeting great people like you guys this is this is this is an absolute treat. I'm I'm just so happy. Elise is gonna be jealous that she wasn't on on this one. She really will. I know she will. She's like, oh man, <laughs> they sound fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll come back on once you're done book one, and we'll talk
2: about book two.
1: Right? Ooh, yeah. There you go. Cool. Uh, if you guys ever do a retrospective, maybe you'll have me on yours, and then I'll t- if you're like, well, we're going back to book one, and then or maybe I'll just catch up. I'll catch up.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, I smell a bonus episode a bonus yeah, episode I think so. yep. <laughs> yeah we got lots of bonus episodes up on our Patreon so we're always looking for guests
1: cool, that's perfect
0: cool.
1: perfect perfect so I will see you all next week when the mission is accomplished and remember we can make the world a little brighter a little friendlier and a little more enjoyable by liking a few more things